0: Welcome to the Cash Flow Guys Podcast. That's right, boys and girls. You know where you are. You know what time it is. This is Tyler Chef. I am the host of the Cash Flow Guys Podcast. And this week we're going to talk about who's you got to guess who's going to go broke next. I'm going to run through some stuff here with you. It's pretty important. And I don't care whether you're 18 years old listening to this episode or you're 60 years old listening to this episode. You need to pay attention. You need to stop what you're doing and listen up. Because I got some good information for you. It's gonna save you a whole bunch of heartache coming down the road here, okay? And for the record, this applies to everybody who is an American citizen. Everybody in the United States who ever plans on retiring at some point. Now, I know some of you probably think, "Well, I don't want to retire, Tyler. I just I'm, I love what I do. My job's great. Blah blah blah." That's all fine and dandy. When you're done patting yourself on the back, stop what you're doing and pay attention. Listen to me. Now, who's gonna go broke first? Well. I'm going to talk to you today about social security in general, and this this includes social security, disability, and social security as far as retirement income. It's about money coming from, it's not that government cheese, it's like money coming from the government, right? Lately, the government has been printing money at a blinding rate. Now, a lot of you probably listen to my voice saying, well, it doesn't apply to me, Tyler. I'm just down here on the block and doing my thing and doing whatever, and you know, I got my, my side hustle, my gig, I got my little job, everything's fine. I'll worry about that when I get older. Well, I got news for you. It's going to come to you a lot faster than you can run from it. So I want to teach you about how social security works. And I want to give you the state of the union on exactly what's going on. An unbiased review. Now, this information, by the way, came from the social security administration's website. Turns out they do a blog and they have a board of trustees and they put out, they release information to the public. Now you probably think, well, it's probably fake news or whatever. Maybe the information's false. <laughs> well, let's listen to today's news and we'll see if you think it's false because I can't imagine... That anybody would put this out in the, to the public and the government from the government, because this is pretty embarrassing for them. So let's go ahead and and then by the way, this is not meant to be political. I don't care what side of the aisle you vote. I don't even care if you vote. That is, none of that matters to me right now. What matters is me not having to support you down the road. And those of you who think, well, I'm fine. I've got my government pension, my whatever, my retirement income. Good news for you. You're not a, you're not immune from this either. So pay attention. So first of all, security, social security payments come from two primary trust funds. Okay. These are trust funds that are set up. So money comes from the fed or from wherever taxpayer dollars goes into these, the, one of these two trust funds. One of them is called the OASI, which stands for old age and survivor's insurance. The other is referred to as DI, which stands for disability insurance. Okay. So I want you to be Pay particular attention to that. One of these is disability. The other one is old age and survivor's insurance. So, the folks that you get hit 65 retirement age, start collecting social security, that's your OASI. And the DI is the folks that, I don't know, they fell down at work, they got hit by a bus, whatever it may be, they're disabled, they've got a disease whatever, and they're not at retirement age, or maybe they are past retirement age, their money would come out of the the DI pool. According to a recent press release, and when I mean recent, I'm talking about April 22nd of 2020, okay? April 22nd of 2020. April 22nd of 2020, they released this statement that said, both funds will be out of cash by the year 2035. For those of you that aren't paying attention, that's only 15 years away. So if you know somebody that's sitting on disability, sitting home, on disability, collecting that government check, they got 15 years left, maybe. Maybe they got 15 years left. You know somebody that's currently receiving Social Security benefits, their benefits may stop at some future period as soon as 15 years, maybe even sooner, who knows? If you thought you'd ever have the chance to retire, this episode's gonna change that, that theory for you. So let's talk about the 2020 annual report to Congress that was put out by the Social Security Administration Board of Trustees. They mentioned that the asset reserves, and this is 2020 annual report, the asset reserves of the combined trust funds increased in 2019 by 2.5 billion. Well, that's a good thing, right? So now the assets that they have sitting aside have increased to a total of 2.897 trillion, okay? 2.89 trillion. Well, if you guys have been watching the news, I don't care what flavor you like, we know that the stimulus package alone Each one of these stimulus packages have been around $3 trillion, each one. And we're talking about, just to put things into perspective for you, if they're printing more money in stimulus packages than they have in reserves and Social Security, that tells you how broke the Social Security trust funds really are. So listen to this. The total annual cost of the program is projected to exceed the total income for the first time since 1982 in 2021, in the year 2021, and remain higher throughout the 75-year projection period. As a result, asset reserves are expected to decline during 2021. Well, that's bad. See, one minute, we were doing okay last year. Now, this isn't, by the way, guys, before you, some of you start Trump-thumping or going crazy about politics, this has nothing to do with this president, the last president, the president before them, the president before them. This has been going on for decades. So if you want to blame somebody, you can blame everybody who served in government along the last, I don't know, 40 years, okay? So this this is not a blame game. This is wake the hell up and pay attention because they're pissing away your money at a blinding rate. And one thing we know, if you pay any attention to what's going on in D.C. at any time of the season, year, presidential uh, cabinet, doesn't matter. The one thing Washington's really good at is pissing money away. Doesn't matter who the president is. They're just really good at pissing money away. Well, the Social Security's cost has exceeded its non-interest income since 2010. That's also bad. The cost of of running the Social Security Administration exceeds its non-interest income since 2010. So for the last 10 years, they've been running at a deficit based on the non-interest income. The year when the combined trust funds are projected to become depleted, if Congress does not act before then, and they haven't yet, so what would make you think they'd act now? is 2035. That's the same as last year's projection. At that time, there would be sufficient income coming in to pay 79% of scheduled benefits. 79%. What about the other 21%? Uh, no money for them. And by the way, what they mean by that, reading between the lines, is the folks that are already on Social Security, would 79% of them could keep Social Security benefits before they completely run out. What does that mean for those of you that are not on social security benefits? That means they got nothing for you. They've got their pockets are empty, have a nice day. Because the only money we have left is to pay 79%, not 100%, 79% of the people that are currently in the system receiving benefits. That should terrify you folks. That should absolutely terrify you. Those of you that are 18 to 25 or 30 years old and you think this doesn't apply to you, (laughs) I I got news for you. Because the government programs or whatever else you may have taken advantage of at this point in your early life. Those are, what do you think is going to happen to those? What do you think is going to happen to the world when social security payments stop happening? Well, that's pretty terrifying. And you're probably thinking to yourself, well, wait, don't worry. Congress will act (laughs) right. Congress will act. We can't even get Congress or any elected official to show up in Washington and do their friggin' job. And you're telling me you think Congress is going to save the day? I beg to differ. If that was the case, boys and girls, they would have saved the day, I don't know, anytime between 2010 or or 1930 and now. But all they know how to do is print more money. And that's the problem. Now, this is where financial intelligence comes in. This is where studying finance and becoming financially intelligent really pays off. Because although this is really bad news, you can learn how to profit from this. You can learn how to avoid this pitfall. For me, I don't really give a damn about social security because I don't ever intend on collecting it. You know why? Because I have passive income because I have income that comes in from various streams. No matter what middle of the, the coronavirus, we're still cash and checks. It's a beautiful thing. And they think, well, Tyler, you know, tenants aren't going to pay because of hashtag rent strike bullshit. Because here's the thing, you rent, I said this last week, you rent to decent people who have decent jobs, they're going to pay the rent. You know why? Because they don't want to live in a dumpster. Now the folks that are okay living in a dumpster, well, they're probably not going to pay the rent. So don't rent to those people. Is that discrimination? No, you can't. It's not discrimination when you just uh, don't rent to dirtbags. That's that simple. It's not a a race or religion or anything like that. It's like, no, you're a shithead. You can't stay at my place. It's that simple. Real, real easy. Let's go on, shall we? If this hasn't rattled your cage. The projections in this year's report, it goes on to say, does not reflect the potential effects of COVID-19 pandemic on the Social Security program. I going to say that again. The projections in this year's report do not reflect. So, guys, everything I just read you about the numbers doesn't even factor in the COVID-19 pandemic impact on the Social Security program. You're probably thinking, wow, how has that impact it? Well, guess what? I even lost count of how many millions of Americans are unemployed right now. And when they're unemployed, they're not paying into the social security system. Okay. That's even more terrifying because that's where they get their income is from payroll taxes. So if all these people that are not working are not paying into the social security system, what do you think that does to the bank balance? Well, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to tell you that that just exacerbated this problem a hundred thousand fold probably. Given the uncertainty it says associated with these impacts, trustees believe it is not possible to adjust estimates accurately at this time, says Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. The duration and severity of pandemic will affect the estimates presented in this year's report and the financial status of the program, particularly in the short term. Total income, including interest to the combined OASI and DI trust funds, amounted to one trillion in twenty nineteen. That's their income with interest. Total expenditures of the two trust funds amounted to $1.059 trillion. Social Security paid benefits of $1.04 trillion in calendar year 2019. There were about 64 million people on the government's payroll at the end of the calendar year. So that means 64 million people are collecting some sort of Social Security, whether it be disability or retirement. Here's where it gets really interesting. During 2019, an estimated 178 billion people had earnings covered by Social Security and paid payroll taxes. The projected actual deficit over the 75-year-long period is 3.21% of taxable payroll, higher than the 2.78 projected in last year's report. That means basically that they're bleeding at a rate of 3% per year. The Social Security fund is bleeding at 3% per year. So remind me again, boys and girls, why are you working as a wage slave for the rest of your life? Why is that a solid plan? How is that going to work? How's that J-O-B going to play out? They're sucking that social security tax out of you and you don't have any wealth because we went on about big screens and and, uh, ATVs and and garbage, right? We thought we were entitled to a vacation because, oh my gosh, we worked 40 hours this week. Well, (laughs) I got news for you. It's time to change the plan because times are changing, guys and girls. Who's going to pay you so that you can sit and retire? Ask yourself that question. How are you going to retire? Every one of you hearing me right now, I would probably say that 90% of you have no proven retirement plan, period. If you think Social Security is going to last for you, it's clear that even the Social Security Administration just told you via this blog report that's on their website that they have nothing for you whoopsie, they have nothing for you. If you think you're, if you're on a pension plan, those of you listen to my voice in the state of California and you're a public servant, you're a teacher, a firefighter, elected official, uh, whatever it may be. And you're depending on CalPERS, which is the California retirement plan. I got news for you. It's been bankrupt for 15 years. They have nothing for you. You don't have a retirement. What does that mean? That means you're going to work for the rest of your life until you're dead. Clearly, the federal government is not going to give you anything in retirement, period. They're not. And if you don't believe me, what has been going on with all the stimulus stuff? There are folks out there that don't have to get any stimulus for whatever reason or haven't received it yet. There are people out there that are applying for loans that they can't repay. So what will that do to situations like this? It'll exacerbate us what it'll do. I'll tell you something in learning how to write direct response sales copy, some people teach it to say to people, it's not your fault. And that's designed to win hearts and minds, right? Oh, it's not your fault. I'm not here to sell you trinkets and all that crap. I'm here to help you become financially free so that I don't have to support you later in life. And I'm not trying to be some pompous jerk. I'm trying to rattle your cage to get you off the couch to realize that you have to make massive corrections now because letting somebody else drive your bus Ain't gonna cut it. You got a drunk driving your bus right now. The government—they're not gonna help you. Okay. The person you elected this year or next year or the ten years from now is not gonna make things any better for you. I hate to tell you that. You have to have complete control over your retirement. Stop putting money in your 401k. Stop giving money to the Wall Street casino. Stop doing things like infinite banking and I banking and self banking and be your own bank. That's a bunch of bullshit. That is there to make insurance companies richer, to make insurance agents fatter wallets. They charge up to a 40% front-ended fee. You put 10 grand in, they help themselves to the 4,000 of that. And then your growth is based on what's left over. That's ludicrous. And they say, it's the cost of doing business. Oh, come on. I'm a a realtor. That's like me saying, hey, you want to buy this house? I'm going to charge you a 40% commission. You'd look at me like I had three heads, but that's the cost of doing business. Cause Tyler's got a jet ski and a, and a private jet problem. So I need a 40% commission when I sell you a house, by the way, any of you guys want to buy a house and are willing to pay me a 40% commission. I'll fly to you tomorrow and sell you a house. Yet when the insurance agency does it to you, the insurance industry does it to you or financial service industry does it to you and whacks 40% and calls it the cost of doing business. Somehow you're okay with it. Unbelievable. I can't believe that that's even a thing. If you're hearing the sound of my voice right now and think that your government or some stranger on Wall Street, or even worse, some insurance agent is gonna allow you to retire, you're gonna work until you die. And it absolutely is your fault. And that's why I had to restate it. You don't deserve retirement just because you worked a job for 40 years, guys. I hate to tell you that. That's not how it goes. The people that actually get to retire, well, They put their money to work for them in in an investment that they understand and something that they have control over. I'm 49 years old and I'm getting ready to go down to the Florida Keys and volunteer in a state park for four months. I can hang out down in the Keys for free and, and volunteer my time. How am I able to volunteer my time? Well, I don't need to trade time for money because I have acquired investments that spin off cash flow every month that pay all my bills and put money in the bank for me. All of you have the ability to do what I've done because guys, I'm not anybody special. I'm just a regular dude. The only difference between me and you is I made different choices. Those of us that are under 60 years old must build streams of income today in order to survive. You cannot live off credit cards and debt. It's not possible. It's going to swallow you whole. It's time to take affirmative action towards protecting yourself from financial ruin. How do we do that? You guys know how to do that. You just gotta pull the trigger. If you haven't gone to privatemoneycrashcourse.com and pulled the trigger, why not? Why haven't you done that? That's not even a sales pitch. Why haven't you taken that action? Well, I don't wanna listen to another course, Tyler. Well, then what is your plan? It certainly isn't the federal government paying you. So what is your plan? Do something. Buy a book, go read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Read anything put out by the, the Rich Dad series. It's all good information. If you just get, you, you just can't figure this out. It's too much. You don't know where to start. Then please pick up the phone, get on a call with me, and let's hash this out. How do you do that? You go to cashflowguys.com forward slash asktyler, cashflowguys.com forward slash Tyler. That'll schedule a time for us to get on the phone and see if I can somehow help you. I'm not a financial planner, by the way. I don't give financial advice, but I can help you kind of wade through this mess that they got that they've created for us big business and the governments that maybe help you put some sort of a plan together to help you get financially free. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great week. Catch up with you next time. This concludes today's episode. episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to cashflowguys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas so you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.